Smoke Screen Podcast is brought to you by Creative Designs and more. It's Creative Designs, the letter N, more. Check out Wanda at Creative Designs and more on Facebook, or you can also check out on TikTok at C Wanda B. That's S E E Wanda B. The letter B, man. I'm gonna tell you, y'all see my lighters I have, man. She does a great job. Any kind of party favor you need, come into your party to design it. Just let Wanda handle, and I bet you she'll make it right for you. I promise you, man. Knock on wood, man. I promise you, dog. I would not lie to you. You ain't never lied to you on smoke screen, man. Make sure you checking out Creative Designs and more, man. Wanda will set you straight. I promise you, we'll get you right, man. Make sure you checking it out. And that's for our sponsors for today's Talk like that, cause I live that. You niggas know my background, don't play with it. Hot head, short temper, quick to talk to Simmons. It get foggy in my city, can't be acting timid. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Smoke Screen Podcast. It's your partner, 91 Smoke, here on this beautiful Monday morning, July 18th, man. As you can see from the title, man, I told you I had a good one for you coming up, man. Today I got a great one for you. I got my partner Z on, man, Zaire Smith, owner of Lofty Brands. Man, I'm going to tell you, skincare, boy, skincare that you need. I'm going to tell you, man, you know, the way I figure it, dog, we all got limbs. There's so much skin out here in the world, dog. You know what I'm saying? Just keep creating. If, If your lotion... Gets you hydrated, keep your skin hydrated, might keep somebody else's skin hydrated, you know? And then, like, you can make a lotion, and your skin, it might not get me hydrated, but it get that, that, that sister over there hydrated, and it get that brother over there hydrated. They skin hydrated, man. So, y'all keep making y'all skincare products, dog. But today, I got Z on, man. I got Zaire on to talk about his skincare line, Lofty Brands, man. I got some, I got the daytime one right here in my hand, if you hear that clinking. Um, but I got Z on today, dog. Um, I'm gonna tell you something about Z, man. I met Z sixth grade. Well, I'm 31, 20 years ago, almost 20, a little over 20 years ago. Um, and, and Zaire always been, he always been an interesting, interesting person, man. To uh, to me, you know, and all our friends, dog. He always been interesting, man. But he been interesting really to me because he put us on game a long time ago about a lot of the stuff that's going on um in the financial world. He put us on game a long, long time ago about what was about to happen. And we were just thinking he was just I, I was thinking, man, Z, Z done Z done going off the rock at all. But it start stuff start making sense a little bit as I kept listening to him and kept watching different things. So um I it's, it'd be times, man, it'd be random stuff. You always gotta have I, I say this a lot. Say to say this before, um, but like you always gotta have somebody, uh, that that's that's they're a little bit different than you. That's in your group, right? Um, or somebody that's a little bit more knowledgeable. I want to say different, but a little bit more knowledgeable on things that you not quite, uh, you don't have any kind of information. Don't even know where to start at. Um, and Z Z is one person that I can really, 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 man, knock on wood. I rely on that brother, um, for just weird questions, dog, that I got about. Whether it's finance, uh, finance stuff, you hear an episode, find out Z into the property stuff, just like I am, man. So, uh, just different things, which it's always good to have a partner, man, a friend that that you can call on, and you can just say, 
that's one thing about smoke screen, bro. I'm trying to show y'all, dog. Um, I rather get people that I can go and physically touch and uh and go shake up and dap up, man. Um, and, and go talk to, dog. Uh, instead of people that I have to go jump through loops and hoops just to get in contact with, man. I gotta hit up this person to get that person. You know what I'm saying? But um, you sometimes you gotta trust your soil you got right there, bro. Sometimes you gotta trust your soil, man. And um, and I'm truly. Truly learning that dog. Um, just from you can hear in the conversation me and Z talking, dog. Uh, just learning so much from him, dog. Over the years, bro. Just like with, bro. I heard um Dallas Austin said this in the '85 South. I talked about. I think I said this before. But uh, George Clinton got all the got uh, m uh Goody Mob um Outcast got a lot of the the Atlanta artists together and just sat there and read be um Behold the Pale Horse. Um, with him, man, and just told, gave him a whole bunch of knowledge on game, dog. That's why I got so much respect for George Clinton. Um, and knock on wood, they really need to build a statue of him in Tallahassee. But I got so much respect for him, dog. Just the knowledge that he's spreading. Um, Z is like that, the um, the me, you know. Um, I can go to Z, ask him a question about some weird, like I said, about some weird stuff, and Z gonna have an answer or somewhat have a little bit of knowledge on me. I'm gonna tell you, dog, we was talking about the Manchurian Candidate in the episode. I freaking watched that movie the other day. Uh, me and my wife watched it yesterday, bro. And I, I had seen it a long time ago, then I rewatched it, dog. And that movie is quite interesting, man. It's quite interesting. If you've ever seen it, it would you hear it in the episode of Manchurian Candidate, dog? Um, but it's just Z, dog. That's 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 a testament to Z, who Z is, dog. He He's a, a brother that, that's knowledgeable in a lot of things, dog, and I, I got none but respect for him. And you'll hear it on the episode, me and him talk about Lofty Brand, dog. My apologies, too, dog. Um, Bro, this episode later on, man, this episode, you know, this is what Smokescreen is all about, using life things that's going on in your life and changing them in episodes, bro. I was sick, bro. I ain't even know how sick I really was. I was trying to downplay it. You know, being a man throwing up that smoke screen, I'm gonna call it smoke screen. I was trying to downplay it, bro, but I, I was sick, dog, and catching uh, catching a sickness, man. Um, but you know what I'm saying? I'm still at the house, you know, chilling, dog. But uh, yeah, man. Hey, that thing's still out here, bro. That thing is still out here and it's doing what it do, bro. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, we'll talk about it later on the episode. I ain't gonna hold you too much longer. I got my brother Zaire on, bro. Um, this is a great episode, man. I it's a great episode, bro. We talked about uh, a lot of things. Though. I'm probably going to have Z on a uh, another time because I said I was uh, sick at the time. You hear me coughing and jump. But uh, I'm trying to downplay it, bro. You can't downplay this jump, bro. It's one thing about this this thing going around. You can't downplay it, bro. It's going to be in. You're going to keep feeling like you good, but just keep on testing positive, man. Um, But, you know what I'm saying, just keeping on the up and up, bro. I got another great episode with Z on, man. Appreciate y'all, dog. I got... My sister Kirsten on um next week. Uh she gonna be on next Monday. Um talking about flight attendant, her life as a flight attendant, mental health, um and uh domestic uh domestic abuse, man. Getting the word out about that dog on. Um, I got my sister Kirsten on next week, man. Then you never know, man. I might show you the world in a couple weeks. Wink wink. Love y'all, man. Y'all have a good rest of your week, man. And remember, stay safe out here, bro. Take your vitamins, dog. Eat clean too, bro. Try to eat clean as you can, man. Get off that, all that heavy meat, man. I know it's barbecue season, man. Keep that in mind, too. I know it's barbecue season. Try to stay off the meat as much as you can, man. Big smoke out, man. Smoke screen podcast. Love y'all. Hey, I ain't coughing no more. I ain't coughing no more. So that, that you got to take them where you can, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Love y'all. Y'all be easy.
welcome back, man. Like I told you, I got another great episode, dog. I got my partner, man, Zaire, dog. Zaire, man, let people know who they're speaking with right now. What's going on, family? Uh, it's a great honor and a pleasure to be here on the Smoke Screen Podcast. Uh, I am Zaire Smith, uh, owner of Lofty uh, Lofty Brands. It's a body butter brand. Uh, we sell premium body butters and um, all organic, all natural ingredients. Uh, let me show you guys my business card. Business card here. Um, I got a little sample right here. We'll talk about all of this stuff a little bit later on. But, uh, yeah. And uh, my day job, I do have a day job. I'm a teacher. Um, teacher within the Leon County school systems. So I teach middle school um, civics and social studies. And what else? Just a historian, a lover of uh, knowledge and information. Uh, all kinds of spiritual, all kinds of um, just everything, you know. Hey, so, hey, Z, bro. So, I got this new thing I told you about. I'm gonna uh, throw in the smoke screen called Smoked Out Questions. So, that's crazy that you throw in that spiritual stuff because I was I was looking at your YouTube today right. and I was gonna ask you, what is uh, what was that? Binary binary uh, beats, binary, yeah, binary beats, yeah. yeah. Well, what's what's that? Is that like spiritual? I was looking, listening to some of those uh, tones. Yeah, absolutely. By Neural Beats. Uh, okay, so it is. Um, it's all about um, kind of like almost like astral projection, like healing your body with tones, right? Yeah. Um, so it's you can do different things um, based off of sound, right? Yeah. Um, that's one of the things they talked about in ancient Kemet. Well, in these ancient other ancient civilizations, talked about. Uh, some of these chambers, some of these pyramids were acoustically toned to where, you know, sounds echo. And then in their glory, their former glory, some of them had, you know, were totally quartz crystalled out or totally golded out or silvered out. So when you step into them uh, and they played a certain tone, it could hyper focus and heal the body, you know, instantly, you know, allegedly, you know, according to the myths of, of old and ancient legends. So what people have done, they've studied these things and they said, okay, we can, uh, kind of back engineer and uh, get some of these tones in the modern age. And so that's what they do. They're, they're meant for you to go to sleep to them, to relax to them, to meditate to them. And you are aligning yourself spiritually on other realms. I kind of get it because I guess mm -hmm. like where it say uh, your body is your temple, how those sounds like I, I know that what's that one place where you clap and the noise go up and yeah, you know what I'm talking about? You clap. Man, I forgot the name of the pyramid. It's like in South America. You one clap. in Mexico, yeah. yeah. My cousin just came from, uh, I think he was in Cancun. Uh, there's one it's one of those where it's, uh, you know, a huge acoustic courtyard. You can clap and it'll yeah. travel to the other side. Yeah. I guess that, I guess that that's kind of, if that's a temple, then that, that sound that they portray, it, it hits your temple in. And kind of yeah, it runs to your temple. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I was I was listening to that. I ain't gonna lie, I listened to the one of them. And I was like, oh shit, I feel kind of tingly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could yeah, you, right, yeah. Turn to dim the lights, inhale, exhale, work on your breathing exercises. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Try your best to quiet your mind, try your best to void yourself of thought, you know what I'm saying? Just be totally still. Think of like the blackness of space or something just really still and quiet. You know, and then just focus on that. And when you leave, you will feel like, you know what I'm saying? You will feel the, you know, feel the shine, feel the energy going up and down your spine. When you leave, you'll, you'll, you'll almost be tingling. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
it's a good way to like power and level up. You like when I first, I just want to share this. When I first like had my spiritual like awakening, bro, yeah. like the world like almost like changed a little bit. Like like colors were brighter, bro. Like, I went outside and like blues were more blue, greens were more green, my nigga. I could not believe. You know what I'm saying? It's like stuff was like sparkly almost. And so um I recommend everybody to uh to get into your spiritual journey. I keep um keep crystals on deck. This is a this is a big old quartz I got. And this is you know, I got a whole little altar up here uh full of my crystals and stuff. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, because the crystals like it it shine that light and it bounce off. So you gotta have that right light to bounce off that crystal. The shine, yeah. Yeah, man. It's a whole science you can get into. You got to charge crystals. You got to clean them. Uh, you got to be nice to them, right? Crystals will get up and leave you. You feel me? Uh, not only for bad reasons, but for, you know, they might you might not need them anymore. They might have someone else that needs them more, right? So, like, a lot of people have them in their pockets. That's, you know, pockets or your car, and all of a sudden it's gone. Or, you know, you had it in your pocket this morning. It's not there no more. A lot of times, you know, saying crystals have a mind of their own. You can, it's an infinite, it's a whole new world. You want to get in the crystals. Somebody going somebody gonna to pick it up if they see it on the ground. Exactly. Because, they, yeah, they're usually intrinsically beautiful, right? Um, yeah, they, and they're, they're, you know, they have that magnetism. So we're all magnetic, us as people. Uh, I mean, that literally not just um, kind of in the physical, uh, uh, what is it? In the uh, literal, I mean, literally not in the metaphoric sense. You know, a lot of people talk about a law of attraction, but you, you know, you're literally a magnet with your electromagnetic magnetic pulses that go from your heart to your brain, and your blood has iron in it. Anytime you get metal moving, magnetic, you're gonna create a magnetic field. So your body has a magnetic field all around it, and so you, you know, by interacting with these crystals, you kind of like cleansing that magnetic field in a way. They they draw out a lot of that negative energy for you. I got you, dog. Now, Z, dog. We went on a yes, we freestyle in this. Now, you, uh, you went to FAMU. How was your FAMU experience, man? I love FAMU. FAMU is the uh, bees, knees, the legs, and the wings. Um, FAMU, um, especially the young ladies, they're always beautiful. Um, motivation to get to class, especially if you take it seriously. If you take it seriously, bro, like, uh, that's why I preached to my kids. Like, you want to be the smartest dude in the class because you get all the attention. Like, you want attention for bad things, but if you constantly raise your hand because you've done the reading or you've done the homework, you know what I'm saying? Like, girls going to beat your door down. Like, oh, my God, can you help me? Can you write me a paper? Can you going to make a lot of money, a lot of friends, or, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. just you, you want to have that thirst for knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dog. So I, I, love, I love FAMU. Yeah. And what'd you study at FAMU? I know you're a teacher. What did you study? Um. Uh, well, I was looking back. I wish I would have just done something different. But uh, political science. You know what I'm saying? Um. Something I knew I, I could pass. I wasn't gonna flunk out. I did. I did not want to fail. I didn't want to let my family down. So I was like, you know what? I know history like back of my hand. Um. Uh, like memorizing facts and stuff like that. It's always come like really natural to me. And so um, I just went with what was natural. Yeah, dog, like uh, that history, man. I'll I, I never forget this, man. Uh, God bless the dead. When we went down to your your uh, your pops, uh, his uh, facility down there, man. And dog, and seeing those artifacts in there, bro. And just being so amazed, man. Just walking in, just staring around. Like, what? 
in the world, dog. Oh, this was sitting right here, bro. How was that growing up around all that? It was really fun. It was really cool. Um, that just probably contributes to the, you know a lot of my spirituality because uh, you know just all of that stuff helps you know so much uh, energy you know because it's all old antique you know uh, turn of the century a lot of the stuff or slavery era a lot of the stuff um, uh, what is it Jim Crow era segregation era a lot of the stuff so all of that energy was still in a lot of those. Um, posters and um just figurines and stuff like that um yeah growing up you know you kind of take it for granted you know you grew up with it every day you hear your dad tell the story a million times to all his customers so um you know what i'm saying you don't really give it the reverence like you probably should uh growing up but you know looking back it's like dang like you know everybody's not exposed to this much culture and history uh, what's, what's one of the most unique things that you remember seeing like artifacts Eddie? That he have or that you still have? Uh, okay, so some of the stuff that we have and had, because uh, I got rid of some of the stuff, unfortunately, I didn't keep everything. Uh, some of it um, kind of got damaged a little bit, but uh, you know, I still got a still got a good, you know, 75, 80% of it. But uh, some of the unique things, especially growing up as a kid, was uh, everybody can Google this thing called the Coon Chicken Inn. Right. And if you look at the coon chicken in the mascot was one of those uh, stereotypical black face. Uh, it was a cartoon version, black face, huge red lips, oval, you know, no detail definition, just round, overly lips, red, jet oh, black, yeah. black skin. Why? Yes. Coon chicken in. They were a restaurant, a chain of restaurants um, around America. And they closed down, you know, years ago once uh, segregation was over. But um, their figurines, their memorabilia, we, I got fans, I got little dinner plates, you know, just a bunch of little, you know, stuff from that establishment. Hmm. And it just, it's trippy and creepy out a little bit. It's hey, weird, see, you know? see, we, we're going to talk about that at the end. We'll talk about that after the episode. I just looked up where they from, where I originated from. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about that one. Cause they down they down here in Florida real big right now, man. It's some stuff I found out the other day, dog. That's crazy, bro. Where where did that get that from, dog? He went all around, man. That was his thing. It was like estate sales and like garage sales, obscure ass. Oh, you know, snap! Hold up, bro. Hold shit. up, bro. Hold up. You just said estate sales. Oh, you that was his these? shit. Some of these would be yeah. at the estate sales. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A obscure ass antique shops, like antique shops from you know Alabama and shit. I remember he dragging our asses to Alabama a bunch of times, and this place in Georgia, we had to go to Savannah, Georgia for a vacation. Like my dad, the last vacation he was trying to take us on was like Tuscaloosa, Alabama, like not to watch football, but like to antique shop. I'm like, Dad, like, like you're not trying. To I don't stop like that though, right? Another because we be going to Thomasville and I be going to some of them little shops and looking. Thomasville right stayed his ass in Thomasville about yeah. Austin. Dang dog, yeah, some of them South Georgia, Georgia, Florida. Was there any much in Florida? You saw like little shops like that. Um, yeah, I mean, he was always around here. Like you know, he had booths at the flea market from time to time. This local one we got in Tallahassee. Um, he actually had a booth. Uh, you know where Railroad Square is now, where they do the first Fridays yeah. and stuff. He had boots there for years um, before it was like super jumping over in that area. Um, but yeah, he's always been super plugged in with all the you know local kind of 
and when most of it wasn't, you know, it wasn't amazing, wasn't any good. But um, you know, like I said, when I was a kid, that was like the last thing I wanted to do was like walk around these antique shops and museums. You know, like I was like not about it, you know. But um, you know, looking like if, it was, if he was still allowed to date something, I would enjoy doing with him now. But like as a kid, I was not interested one bit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dog. But uh. We we get, we want to touch back because that's gonna lead into some other stuff. I don't want to jump ahead, but dog, uh, how like learn some of the history that you've learned, man? What's some of the the history that you've learned uh, that's that's been pretty vital to you in your everyday? I know one thing Z told me about was he told me about the book The Delectable Negro, bro, and that kind of changed my mind. That it kind of opened. I had already thought there's nothing new under the sun. Sometimes with the things that uh, some people can think of. And that book right there kind of solidified, and I had to kind of cut it off. And kind of, I was like, man, I don't need to know too much more about what was going on back then. But see, what's some of the vital information and history that you've learned throughout your journey learning? History? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think that um, I don't know. For me, it was just I had to come to grips with the whole, you know, black experience, like racism in America. Because my thing was when we was all in elementary school, right? When we was all at chairs. And he was at Butt Lake, you know, those are both basically like half and half, a lot of, you know, maybe, you know, not not, not quite half and half, but a strong black population, bunch of white kids, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. And, you know, so it, most part, racism wasn't that big of a deal. And you always thought, that, hey, you know, our generation, we're going to be the ones to end this shit, you feel me? Like, we just going to be kumbaya, happy little kids growing up. And then you grow up and you realize, like, these motherfuckers still racist, you feel me? Like, hey. this shit, you know. But, bro, I was getting called, but see, that's the thing, at I think at Buckley, where at, at um, Chairs, it was more more of y'all at Chairs, more black folks right. at Chairs than it was at Buckley. Right, that's why I say, yeah. Right, and, and so I was, they was calling me nigga, though. I remember stealing off on a girl, though. I said, she said, I said, uh, I was a line lead. I was like, hey, guess what I am today? And she was like, what, a nigga? And I said, I don't know, I just stole it off, bro. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, bro. <laughs> To this day, I laugh at that part because you know you. Right, but you had the yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mad at that at all. Yeah, but I remember. Oh, have mercy! I remember. We'll talk about that. We had it. We had it at chairs, but it wasn't. You know, say we had enough of us where everybody wanted because we was all about playing sports and running and jumping and stuff. You know. So, you know, you wanted the black kids to be on your team for, you know, the football games and the soccer games and stuff. But it was always like when we was in groups, you wouldn't see it. But when you get one of when you get one alone and like it's just mm. y'all two, then you'll start seeing what what you know, what they get taught at the house and stuff. Mm. They, they group skills was on point, but they they singular skills was was, was to be worked on, man. Uh and that that's one thing I, I kind of noticed, dog. Uh, but like with the with the history that you learned, man, um, do you see that it's repeating itself right now? Like, because we all know history repeats itself, dog. Um, do you see the things that's going on right now kind of repeating what's been on in the future? I mean, in the past, or do you think this is something new that's going on? Everything. Right oh, now? it's funny, man. Like my thing is, I don't think people, I don't think people understand like where they at. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I understand like we have like high hopes and aspirations for America and what we think it can be and what we think it is. But like like make no mistake about it, like this is a white supremacist, you know, dominated. They run the whole goddamn show. 
Might be a few black faces sprinkled around. You know, might, might be some representation, but they have total control over the whole game. You know, so I think we can get wrapped up. You know, I get you know with black nationalism, we can get wrapped up in the RBC flag, get wrapped up in all these uh, kind of like side quests as black people thinking that we can like overthrow something or take over this or take like, bro, ain't nowhere under the sun. Like even if. Even if they gave us or they say, all right, well, you know, even if we carved out a little area for ourselves, they would still be sending people in to see what we're doing. Even if they're not hostile, they would not leave us alone under any circumstances. Forget about it. You're not getting left alone. Okay. (laughs) So I was was watching the TV show the other day and it made me think, though, because I I said in an episode, I forgot what it was. And yo, those of y'all listening to Smoke Screen, y'all probably remember what it was. Tweet me, tweet me and let me know what it was. I kind of forgot. If I was watching something, and it kind of made me realize that you like like the, the, the character, they was like, nah, we can't fight these folks. We can't fight them. There ain't nothing we can do. We just got to try to go another route, think different. We can't fight them. We just got to, like you said, know where, we, know where you at, man, and you know, know who you're going against, dog. So. You gotta know your opponent sometimes. Yeah, everybody, everybody wanna say they got ops, but do you really know your ops? Do you know the extent that your ops will go to to get they they tasks done? Are you right? Not to cut you off, not to cut you off, just to just to piggyback off your point with the uh do you know your ops? You know, I'm happy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not happy, happy, but you know what I'm saying? I don't think it's a bad thing, young thug, and all them boys got indicted. You feel me like they ain't doing nothing but killing a bunch of black people. You feel me? Shooting up a bunch of neighborhoods, selling a bunch of encouraging dope selling. You feel me? Like, how long can you glorify that? And if and it seems like the people who do it the most, who are most successful at it, don't get caught. Or there's no consequences or repercussions. And so that leaves a bunch of young people to feel like they can do the same thing, right? And that's my problem with it. If if it was just Young Thug and if it was Young Thug in a vacuum and he was the only person affected, okay, fine, we can just listen to his music. But I work in the school system and I see that these little kids like like they worship this drug, you know, violence mindset. They they love it, you know what I'm saying? If you want to connect with a with an eleven year old. Start talking about OTF and um, slack and, and 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 you know what I'm saying. Start twisting up your fingers and stuff, and you'll make a friend instantly. And that's not cool. <laughs> it's not okay. Yeah, man. That's uh, man. I don't I don't be understanding it. Like I was watching a video on TikTok the other day, and they um uh, it was yesterday, and the dude was like he was act like he was asking these three kids, and he was they teenagers. He was like, "Why y'all got these scullies on your face?" Why y'all right. got these? Who shies these masks? Yeah. This, this he, yeah. The kid was like, uh, uh, for my ops. He was like, bro, you in you in 10th grade, bro. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he was, and I was, all I could think in my head was, boy, when you get older, the ops going to be them bills, boy. You, <laughs> you, you better straighten up, dog. Uh, I be trying to tell I be trying to tell them without saying too much. They trying to nail you. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Because that's what the um I was talking with about my cousin with I was talking with my cousin about it the other day. He um was in the street life heavy, you feel me? I ain't gonna tell you which cousin. But um and he was talking about how every time well he wasn't heavy for a while, but he sent straighten up his life. And he was talking about how every time he came out of jail, it was like a negative cloud that even followed him after he was out. 
Like he was like, shit just wasn't going right. Like bad luck was just, it was still a negative energy over him, even just going to that bitches. And you know what I'm saying? That's the goal is they just want you to go for whatever reason, the reason may be. If it's petty, if it's big, they just want you to get wrapped up enough to visit jail so you can get some of that negative energy and take it out with you. And then chances are you gonna go back. You know what I'm saying? Cause he was like, he was like, he, he felt like that first and then he got jammed up again like a year ago. And he was like, bro, he was like, when I got out of j- jail this last time, bro, he's like, I felt that same and like shit was, cause now he's a business owner. So he he's used to getting a certain volume of jobs, a certain blah, blah, blah. And he felt it in his business where it, it throwed off the rhythm of his, you know, how he was getting his money. So. That shit true, dog. Cause I always go back to um, Lovecraft country how they was how they was doing in that you know just the how they the police would just want to get in get into that area just to they throw off the spirits or whatever the the put the you don't know right but I, I believe in that stuff too a little bit dog uh, if you somebody get that they like say that that juju on them and it's right dead. they just want you to go and that's the thing that's what people don't realize oh okay, I can do a little of this I can do a little of that Man, you do a little enough you feel me you just you don't go and it's it's never gonna end because like again People, you know, once you start talking about good jobs, they still, oh, you know, they look at that stuff. Bro, I was at it. it. I was just thinking about looking at the booking report. I was like, dog, they putting people in the booking report for for just nothing, dog. Like, yeah, a little, a little traffic violation, right? Put them on a booking report. Face splattered across your, the booking report. Yeah, like why? Why are you even wasting your time taking them in there to to the facility? You could have somebody told me it's a fee. It's a fee you can pay not for them not to release it. But okay. that's just them, yeah. That's just them, you know, price gouging. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just gonna create a problem to make you pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I was gonna talk about it on digging in the ass the other day, but they, they came out with this new thing where they're gonna make it harder for people to go visit their uh their families in the uh jails. And I'm like, man, <laughs> lock them Yeah, up. I noticed that too. No, I remember I, I went and saw, uh, you know, one of our close friends, you know, him. and then when I went and saw him, we got to do the phone thing. I think it was face to face on the phone. Yeah. yeah. And then I went and saw my cousin and then they had us on like the video thing and I didn't see him face to face. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of weird. This is, you know, at Leon County. But, um, yeah, they I know throughout the state they do little different things. What they trying to do? They say because there's no no guards really in there now, so they trying to uh ch- up ch- uptick the charges. No guards, really? Yeah, Lord. that's why they they doing all these imp- uh these little uh incentives for them to be correctional officers. Nobody. Oh, okay. So there's yeah. not that they don't. There's not that they're trying to phase out guards that people just don't want to do. It. Nobody not nobody wanting to do the job no more. And man, shit, how much a car make? 30 bands, you know, a year? Like, yeah. you really, you know what I'm saying? Really, how much a car cost? 40? And you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you, and you, yeah, out in these, you out in these middle, like, um, Mayo, you out in the middle of nowhere, bro. Fucking nowhere. You got to go to school. You got to train for it, you know, six months. You know, you probably going to debt for that. It smells like straight shit out here. Mayo, excuse me, dang, I cut that. And then it's halfway dangerous. They ain't give you no real weapon. Your ass gonna have a damn uh, a t- uh, uh, some pepper spray and a whistle. You can like Craig and Day Day from next Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Z man, those of y'all that don't know Z man, Z knows history, dog. But one thing about Z man, he had us 
in 20 in uh, 2010 sitting in my living room watching all kind of money videos about coins and and different things dog see you don't remember that you you remember that bro like in conspiracy videos and junk bro probably yeah i remember i remember one I, night i'm thinking about was uh i remember we watched one about wiz wiz was talking about they were trying to roll out the amero it was like oh they're gonna combine mexico canada and the united states and they're gonna make a new currency called the amero and this was wiz Khalifa looking the shit up like video himself and so <laughs> this was like back before he like really really blew this was like way back in the day you know you know what i'm talking about yeah but uh the marrow never happened so you know and that and that's my problem with the spiritual like you can get wrapped up in that shit and have that shit don't ever really even happen yeah so yeah so you know you kind of take it with a grain of salt you know what i'm saying you gotta live your life you gotta pay your bills man you can't get wrapped up with the rothschilds and the Bilderbergs doing Cause you know what I'm saying, <laughs> light bill gonna be got to be paid. You know? Yeah, yeah. Z dog, but like one thing, you you was on crypto early. You was on it early, dog. Uh, like what got you into cryptocurrency? Uh, I was on it early. I got success early. You feel me? What got me into it was uh, I think first time I heard about it. I always used to listen to uh NPR, uh public you know public news radio, mm -hmm. uh, new. National Public Radio, radio yeah, National yeah. Public Radio, right. Um, and they was doing a study on it when Bitcoin had jumped from like $20 to like $200 or something like that. It was still cheap. It was not cheap, but it was like $200 now, going up to like 1000 or something. And so I just remember hearing about it then, and they was just talking about how it started at zero and how everybody's getting on board. And so I heard that, and then a few months I tried to get in, but it was too complicated. A few months later, maybe a year or so later, Ethereum popped on the scene, and I think I started with a Coinbase. I heard about Coinbase, and I was like, all right, let me sign up Coinbase. Everybody like, Coinbase is the easiest way to get in. I got in Coinbase, and then Ethereum was dirt cheap. I think I wanted it with like six Ethereum. I had to pay under $150 for it. I think I maybe spent $50 the first time, and then came back and bought some more. But by the time Ethereum quit going up at like $150 was like six bang. And um, but in between that, I had bought some Bitcoin and bought some other stuff. And in that run up in 2017, I think my account went up to like 22 bands. You feel me? And then I was just so excited. I didn't know, you know when to get out you feel me i let this shit ride basically all the way back down yeah. you feel me but but you know what i'm saying it just taught me that this shit ebbs and flows it's not going straight up to a you know a million dollars you feel me but um yeah man it's a wild ride i recommend everybody at least get some and do like i did my first purchase i bought it and i kind of forgot about it for six months and then by the time i looked at it it was worth thousands of dollars and i'm like what the fuck is that? What the, what the fuck? you know so i you know just just get some that's you know just don't don't blow your whole bag but just especially now that it's gone down like we're crashing you know i recommend wait waiting a couple more you know a month or two two or three more months let it crash a little bit more and start scaling in man hey, especially when it's cheap yeah go ahead do you see this like uh do you see crypto dying out or you think it's gonna keep going um, you know, everybody has their predictions. Like they usually hot or cold on it. They're usually like, it's gonna be everything. It's gonna be the future. It's gonna eat money. It's gonna. Or, or some people are like it's going to zero. It's you know, it's so stupid. Why are y'all doing this? You know, it's gonna be in the middle. 
is what it is. It's going to be uh, incorporated into the future. Um, it's going to ebb and flow. It's going to go down. It's going to have crashes. It's going to go up. You feel me? It's not going away, but it's not going to be the everything, the money eater of all current. No, no. It, it doesn't have that capacity. It doesn't have that bandwidth. It doesn't have that kind of transaction. Right, when we talk about transactions, you got to talk about what Visa and MasterCard are able to do as credit card companies. They do millions of transactions a second, I heard. Well, Bitcoin is, um, they barely can even process transactions. Ethereum, it costs thousands of, uh, a lot of times, depending on how cloud the network is, it can cost a lot of money to get transactions through. Where now Ethereum is more uh, expensive than working through a traditional, because the whole point of Ethereum and all this stuff was, okay, we're gonna bypass credit cards and make it cheaper and faster and all of this stuff. Well, now so much of the network is being clogged and, um, built on that it's slow and expensive. It's more expensive now than it, than credit cards. And so that's what I mean. It's not just going to eat everything and take over the world because it's still growing. It still has a lot of infrastructure, like grassroots coding type shit it's got to do. And that might take 10 or 20 years type. It's not no overnight shit. Uh, like one thing I was thinking of when I was doing like writing notes for this, I was like, uh, as a country that's somewhat kind of violent, why why are we so afraid to use like a volatile payment system like uh crypto or uh like uh bitcoin we're so worried about using that as much like the older people i guess are worried about using those things uh that, not they worried about it it's just a stage in life like once you get older you quit learning you know what i'm saying like yeah. you quit trying to put new information in your head it's like okay now i gotta change money like no money's been money since i was a little damn boy and or a little girl and i'm not fit to learn how to do internet money. you know what i'm saying yeah because i know that the state's uh looking at taking taxes uh pay, pay for business owners business business owners to be able to pay their taxes in cryptocurrency uh coming up soon so that's gonna be something i guess florida's trying to get in on it Right. I heard Miami's Miami's got a huge push. I think they're going to be paying residents in it, like giving you a stipend or some oh. shit I heard. I don't know. Yeah. That would, be, going on in oh, man. that would be cool, like, to build up, like, uh, smaller, like, uh, like rural counties. Say if you move to this county, you get, well, uh, you get a couple Bitcoin. We give you a couple Bitcoin to move to this county. That'd be kind of interesting. But then you might get those people that want to uh, mess up, find a glitch in the system. And then they want to uh, just build, just say they living there and stuff, man. You heard about that glitch the other day, though, on DoorDash? I did, and it made me mad. Well, not really, because <laughs> I, I ain't trying to get caught up in this. Yeah. Shit. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's one of the things, like, what happened? Oh, my God. What's going on in the world? Bro, I was just like, boy, they going to so no God they get these folks on that one, dog. You don't mess with these people money like that. I don't know, man. It's always a glitchy. Yeah, they might get away with it. I don't know, you know. But it's like one of the things I'd be probably be too scared to try because if it don't work, you're not gonna hit my account for a thousand dollars of food. You know that I ain't really finna eat. Like what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? And then like they said, people buying all this, you know, or they bought three bands worth of McDonald's and then ain't tipped the motherfucker who delivered it. Shit, you feel me? Like you know, like you know, be considerate. You know what I'm hey, saying? Like boy. just being assholes about shit. I wonder. Hold on. I wonder if it was a glitch in the tip that would have sent the money to the person. Cause then you could have had your homeboy be the uh you could your homeboy could have been the DoDash you could have tipped them four hundred four bands right there now y'all got four bands in cash instead of four bands in dumb ass come on man come on bro this is why you need a nigga like smoke on your team come on bro y'all hustling backwards dog we could we could have man we could have been riding dog <laughs> hey, like, 
Like they say that man, uh, they said somebody got uh deposited uh like the wrong amount of his bank account. They said they ain't found them six. Ooh, that's fine. That's one nigga. Is this the first nigga that's done it right? So, Is this bro. the first nigga that's done it right? Everybody else turned the shit back in. <laughs> hey, that man so go. <laughs> Ow. Holla at y'all. What you mean? Getting a passport with a new name on it. What you talking about? Hey, they, they, cannot, <laughs> they cannot find him, man. Let me get. Uh, I got enough to get somebody. I guess found a uh, a bag of money at a casino down in Mississippi, and they took it back. I'm like, yeah. And to be honest, you feel me? Just to kind of piggyback off that, you know, that's how that's how your man Pooh Shiesty got caught. This dumbass nigga, because he one of my favorite artists. I like his music, you know, even though it's even though it's awful music, but you know, it's it's catchy, right? Yeah. With the with the robbery he pulled, it got him caught. He robbed some dude, him and his crew, some dude for some Jordans and some other like rare, you know, stuff. And instead of just paying the man, you feel me? He wanted to be push icy all the way and rob this dude, you know, that's trying to make some money. Across the street from the police station, he got cameras that saw the whole thing. Pooh Shiesty little retarded behind. He got the, the suicide doors on the McLaren. He got a Louis bag with 40 bands cash in the Louis bag. When he let the doors down on the, on the McLaren, the 40 bands cash fall out, the, you know what I'm saying, fall out the, out the door. Police matched the money up from the 40 bands to his Instagram serial numbers with him spreading the money across and shit, okay? So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you got $40,000 cash on you. Why can't you just pay this man for these goddamn joy? You know what I'm saying? Like, why you yeah. gotta be such a ass dick face you know what i'm saying two or three hundred four hundred dollars for some door oh she just he make me sick bro and he they shot people they, it was a shootout people got shot behind this shit you got forty thousand dollars you don't even want to break none of it come on yeah, that, i can't bro, that, that be getting me too though i don't be understanding like and sometimes i be thinking like you know and you lost he lost the 40 it fell out the car it's not yours no more. It's gone. You didn't, you didn't want to spend it, and now it's all gone. And now you indicted behind it. And you didn't want to spend it, bro. Like, like, bro, you be you be a, you be an idiot too many times. God gonna say you what what it is. Then you gonna have to pay for it. Uh, it, it also dumb junk easily that you could have probably just get, easily got like you said paid the money. You just some in your head want to do something stupid. It might be that juju though. It might be that juju we talked about though was already on him. Yeah, it's on you, boy. Yeah, yeah, it's on you, man. Decision-making skills go out the window. Hey, Z, man, as a young brother that owns some land, man, how how like, how like important is that to pass land and, and create that? We are talking about currency. Now, land is a, another form of currency because one thing I always, I always, I always pick off. I have my friend, a lot of people say, well, I don't have like the, like why well, I don't get like celebrities or anything on the on podcast yet. Cause I got a lot of friends that's taught me a lot of things along the way. You know, I take a lot. I've been taking a lot of from, little pieces from each one of y'all. And so, uh, like, Z, one thing you told me was about keeping like animals on the property, and how that keeps it uh, the land a little bit cheaper and stuff, man. And uh, Z, how important was that to keep to grow up around that and make you into your business? Oh, uh, well, uh, growing up kind of on a farm and all that stuff was like the best childhood. You know what I'm saying? It was lit. You feel me? Having, you know, you guys come over, play with the cows, play with, you know, we had dogs and chicken, chase chickens and stuff around. 
And, you know, it taught you responsibility. You got to feed the animals. You got to make sure they don't die. You got to deworm them. You got to, uh, you know, like horses and stuff. You got to shoot them. Talk about that real quick, dog. Because I, I watched TikTok. I just thought about, found out about that deworm stuff really uh, a couple yeah. of days ago. How often you had to do that? Uh, it was once every, you know, a year, a couple of years, depending, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We didn't do it that often. Um, but you know, it was all, you know, you had to, you had to trick them, you know, it's all about being smart and animals, putting the food over here, locking the gate behind them, calling their name, you know, getting them to go that way. You feel me? Look over here. I can stick you with that. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of like, you know, um, massaging animal egos. You feel me? Uh, especially when they break out, you know, especially we got cows. We always had, you know, 10 cows or better most of the time between between five and 10 cows, five, five and 12. Um, but yeah, sometimes they break out. Like we had one bull that notoriously just broke out constantly. He was young. He was like a teenager growing up. He's doing an adult. Had all the muscles, all the, like the stereotypical, you know, bad boy bull, you know, 1,500 pound monster. And so he could jump over the gate, clear it without his feet touching, you type shit. He got to run and start. And so one night he freaking jumped over the gate. Uh, well, this time he didn't jump. He broke through because uh, we have the property behind us um, is a uh, Hispanic uh, family. And they own a lot of land. They, own a, they have a lot of uh, workers that they live on the land as well. So they have, you know, corn and all kinds of little vegetables and stuff they grow. Well, my bull broke over that gate and ate all them people corn overnight. And so then we wake up the next morning with uh, his friend. He came people, back. You know, oh, uh, no. He, well, oh. yeah, no, we had to treat him back. Yeah, we had right. to get him to come back. He did not come back with him. I thought he would have ate and came back real quick. And came back like nothing happened. Nah, his ass was, um, was in trouble. And uh, he's like, uh, sir, he was like, your, your bull, he, he broke in. He, he ate all our corn. He ate yeah. all the corn. And so <laughs> it was just funny hearing him say that. But uh, they was cool about it because I think I think them Mexicans was rich, so they weren't tripping about the corn. And then, they, you know, we were cool with neighbors and everything. But, yeah, man, it's, it's a challenge. A lot of people don't understand. Like, you got to. You gotta contain these animals. You gotta, you gotta make sure your gates is up to code, man. They gonna test you. <laughs> they gonna test you. Oh, uh, it's a lot of work. Yes, sir. How, how important is that to pass down the the, the land and stuff and and, and creating uh, it? It's super important. Super important. You always want it because that's one like you know that was one thing my dad always told me. He's like, land is one thing God ain't making no no more of. You feel me? And so you always want to have that in your back pocket. Um, the downside is just keeping up with the property taxes. Uh, I just had five bands out my out my account for um for the property taxes on my land. Um, but other than that, um, it's one of those things where you know it's motivation because now you've got possibilities. Like my next phase, you know, not too many people know this. This is a uh, smoke screen exclusive, but I am trying to you know the next phase of my body butter company is going to be a real estate company. Or you know, at least a property management company where I can. Um, uh, I want to at least have the first couple of acres, the beginning of my property, to be a mobile home trailer park situation, where people can uh, like a little mo mobile home park, where you know people can either bring their own mobile home and then I charge them lot rent, or um, I I own the mobile home and the lot, and then you know they pay both to me. Hey Z, we're, but, we're gonna talk. Yeah, we're gonna about chop it up it. about that. Hey, yeah, that's that's what we're doing down in, in game. That's what we're trying to figure out what we want to do down in the Lachaway. 
we got so okay. much land and we're trying to figure out if we how we want to section it off if we do want to section it off and stuff or if we want to build up our own but it's uh, the whole property management we kind of want to be hands-on with it but you know you got the it's education we can chop it up we can chop it up one um one um uh what i recommend is uh check out uh social proof podcast check out the guests on the social proof podcast they're on youtube um and they break down a lot, a lot of the guests depending on what uh, what guests so they have a lot of people who do the mobile home uh that, real yeah. estate park business thing and so they they give you a lot of gems on how to get that popping you feel me so take yeah. them out yeah dog we're gonna get this thing going man hell yes yeah man i see man that's what's good about smoke screen bro that's why i be trying to tell folks bro you go get these celebrities and you got your your force is just as just as populated as they force man it ain't no less dense than they force is dog you, you got you got it right there in front of you your people that can help you grow that's what it when they say uh uh you know uh, uh it takes a village to raise a child we all children of this we all children to the world dog and take a village to all of us help each other out dog we take it as oh it's a little kid no we all children to this this thing man you know what i'm saying bro we all a child somebody somebody older than us it's somebody, it's always gonna be somebody older than you, dog. So even the oldest person got somebody older than him, man. But uh dog, mm-hmm. eventually, because they're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> but uh, but Z man, going into your business, bro. How what made you start your business, man? Lofty bread. I got some of the butter it's right here, dog. Got some of the butter right here, man. What made you get into your business? Uh, well, okay, so like I, I'm a teacher, so over the summer, I just knew, you know what I'm saying, I want to be doing something these two months I was going to be off. I know I was going to be relaxing, I know I was going to be chilling because I've been either at school or at work or doing something stressful for like four or five years, so no ten years of my life, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to relax for at least a couple months. So, um, no you know, yeah, you do no, no summer, summer school this year. No, I'm not doing something. I wasn't doing <laughs> none of that. And I was not talking to no children. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm dreading. We got another week till um, till, uh, not another week, but uh, teachers start going back August first, and so then we got another week after teachers go back. Um, like I think uh, students go back like August 10th. Yeah, all right. We got like a week and a half, two weeks. You feel me? Hey, that's a month. So already, dog. God, dog, that's a month. God, dog. yeah, a month, my niggas. I'm just coming to so sad, so sad. <laughs> And so, um, but yeah, so it's just one of the things I'm thinking about. Uh, I was, uh, uh, when I went, we talked about, I don't, before the show, we talked about my uh, spiritual awakening and stuff like that. It was one of the things when I started seeing brighter colors and different uh, like the clouds were like amazing, like whites were so white, like the greens were green. And then the, the downside of it was my skin got sensitive. I couldn't really take a lot of the harsh chemicals and lotion. I couldn't take of the harsh chemicals in my toothpaste. Um, and so I started to develop my own uh, uh, self-care products just because it was like, like toothpaste was like gritty now, like lotion left residue on my skin, like shampoo wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I had to find natural alternatives for pretty much my whole life. Like even stuff like uh, like juice was too sweet. Like I got a water juice down, like, you know, like the ocean spray, too sweet. I couldn't take it. Um, stuff be too salty, you know what I'm saying? Like my whole palate changed, you feel me? And so what I did was I developed my uh, my body butter. This is the turmeric day brand right here um, as a way to uh, just have that healthy skin because people don't realize skin is your, your skin is your largest organ. 
And that being your largest organ, skin cancer is the most common form of cancer, right? So people don't really connect the two dots. And so you want to nourish your skin with natural, um, nourishing, hydrating uh, products from nature. You don't want to put a lot of chemicals in it because you're putting this an organ so it absorbs. So you're absorbing that's a, all the that's a cancer that don't you don't really they they, they don't talk about it. The eternal. It's the most common though. It's common. Yeah. Yeah. They, they always talk about the eternal stuff. Um, but I don't. They don't even talk about the the skin. And then especially with us, they don't talk about skin cancer with with us. We're only right. now here. We up for years. We heard we'll need uh sunscreen. Well, the sunscreen thing is about your diet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you need sunscreen if you eat McDonald's every day. Yeah, yeah you need it. But I mean, if you, you know what I'm saying, you natural and then you use, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say my body butter, you know, is sunscreen, but you use, uh, use this in conjecture with, or in, uh, in tandem with sunscreen because the aloe vera in it, it heals sunburns, right? The aloe vera. So the, let me tell you the base ingredients, aloe vera, shea butter, coconut oil, right? Aloe vera uh, is is the hyperhydrate, and that's good for your hair. It's good for your skin. Uh, it's, it heals wounds, right? Um, and then all the shea butter and the coconut oil, that's just your hydration. So it, it can get in your pores. It's, it's best if you use this stuff, like when you first get out of the shower, um, after you had a nice steamy hot, your pores nice and open, you know, rub this stuff in real good, turn it in from, from butter form, put it in the liquid form by rubbing it in real good. It's your, you know, all your whole body, you know, skin, hair, everything. So it's just one of those things. So that's the base ingredients. Every every uh, brand or every kind has shea butter, aloe vera, coconut oil, and then what makes them unique is the um, is the essential oils or the root powders, right? So I use turmeric root powder in the day brand because that's packed with antioxidants. It's good for heart health. It's good for because. People don't realize, you know, just because you're not eating it, your skin absorbs. Okay, so you can still put stuff on your skin and it'll still affect your heart and it'll still affect your internal organs. So it's good for heart health. Um, the essential oils, the fragrant oils that are good for mood boosting, eucalyptus. Um, what's another one in there? Uh, in the day brand is eucalyptus. Uh, put a little coffee in there, coffee essential oils. That's going to give you that jolt of energy. Eucalyptus mm. gives you energy. Um, and um, uh, sandalwood, and, uh, sandalwood, yep, yeah, sandalwood. That's the fragrance, yes, sir. Yeah. Sandalwood is, is the, is the and what's in that nighttime brand? What's in that one? I like that uh, the too. nighttime brand, right? So, yeah. the daytime brand, I put a lot of stuff for energy and uh, and um, uh, you know, kind of wake you up, you know, it's a little bit more of a spicy yeah, a flavor, right? Here, yeah, yeah, a little bit more of a spi uh, spicy scent, but the nighttime brand is a little bit more mellow, a little bit more sensual, right. Uh, the reason why I made the nighttime, because that's what people were using it for, the friends that I originally gave it to, that I gave samples to, they were like, dude, we put this stuff on at night and we, you know, put it on before bed or we put it on, you know what I'm saying, before we relax. And it's almost like a little nighttime ritual for us. So I was like, dang. So, yeah, I use it primarily at night. So I was like, okay, well, I need to make something specifically for nighttime and then something else specifically for daytime because people don't always want to be spelling, you know, super sweet in the daytime. Man, oh, I, I mean, man, I told my wife that. Like, we, uh, she was like, it don't really smell like anything. I was like, when I smelled the nighttime, I was like, oh, I get it. Because it worked with you. Shout out to Fragrance Journey 01, uh, my dude that do fragrances. He, uh, you don't want to, on the episode, I was telling him, like, you don't want to put too much smelling on you. You know what I'm talking about? You got all that smelling, and now you, you know, all that together. So I, 
I was like, oh, I get it. Because this, the daytime don't really smell like anything. So you can put some cologne on. You right, can some right. Cologne. And then the nighttime, yeah, it's got that, it, I can feel it. It's sweet. Yeah, feel, that, yeah. It's got uh, the fragrance fr- yeah, of that is lavender. That. It's, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's lavender and uh, passion flower. Lavender, passion flower, and honey is, is what makes uh, it. Uh, I can smell the lavender, but I was like, this came mm-hmm. through straight lavender. It came no, through not straight, straight lavender. Yeah, straight lavender in here. But yeah, I might. I'm. I'm probably gonna order some more. I love this one. I like that smell on this one right here. Oh uh, yeah, cause uh yeah, I love that man. Anything with lavender, bro. Uh, that lavender. Lavender puts you to sleep too. So that's why it's like a lot of those ingredients, mood boosting, also kind of like sleep aids in a way. You know, if you one of the people who have trouble getting to sleep, you put this stuff on after you shower. I promise you will get right to sleep. Uh, is he where you got the name from? Uh, well, that goes back to my mastermind with my real estate. You feel me? I wanted a company that I could start out as small, you know, something that I can do that's low overhead. You feel me? That I can grow. And so lofty is the texture, it's kind of like cloudy, like the texture of the body butter. But then you can also, once I get it big enough and I can grow it, I can maintain that credit and then change it into a real estate company. And now it's lofty like a loft like a real estate loft, you know? And so keep that same name with that built credit from having a, you know, company. Yeah, Z, because you know what, where you at, dog, they they coming out that way, bro. They coming out that way. I dog. see it, man. They are building more. I'm like, man, I don't even want them out there. I want my shit to stay country, yeah, bro. I don't dog. want them folks out there. Yeah, dog. I they want my shit to stay rural. Yeah, they coming because you know where I'm at up here. They doing all this stuff over here in False Chase, bro. Yeah, it's, I see it. Yeah, I went around the back of Walmart. Yeah, go ahead. It's just like at one point we was like, okay, they cut that little section out. And then it was like, well, dang, they cut that little piece out. But then mm. it's like, yeah, dog, they way down here now. And then yeah. that, that one house that's still right there, and when you turn to making that little uh, right off of coming behind Walmart, that's a black mm-hmm. lady. She won't sell it. And they, they for her. yeah, they trying to make it commercial, right there. And she won't sell. Oh, yeah. yeah, they had a commercial sign up. I was like, Bro. man, make their ass, make their ass pay a million motherfucking dollars because because somebody bought some land off of me. They paid me fair market. You feel me? But you know, like I feel like you know, what I'm saying just for like my family history and like the area. Like I wish I would have been in a position I could have taxed it. You feel me? Like you want to be? In, you know, I wasn't in a position. Like, I was young. I you know I really wasn't in a position to like put 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 screws on this white man. But uh, I wish I, I really wish. Looking back, I could have. You know, saying, man, don't sell it for cheap and try to get better than market. You feel me? If you, if you can. Yeah, yeah, Z, man. That's what it's all about, dog. That's what it's all about. Where you got the, uh, like, where do you come up with the flavors for it? The different, uh, I always call sits flavors. My, my wife get on. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I can't get around it. I do yeah. the same thing. Where you get the flavors from? Um, just a little bit of just research. Like, um, I was just different ingredients for the health benefits. That was my main focus. Was what smells good and also has health benefits, um, and then also just coming up with the concept of night and day because I knew everybody's not going to want to smell sweet, and so you want to have some kind of contrast, um, you know, for the day version. Uh, but the night version is what people like the best. You know, most people like most people fucking with the night. But uh, to be honest, the turmeric, the day version is probably the healthiest for you. You know, it's probably got the most antioxidants, the most uh, health benefits, right? So if you're a health nut. 
get the day version, but if you just like to feel good, you know, feel good, smell good, get that night version. Now, you know, and what and those of y'all haven't seen y'all follow Zaire on uh on Twitter, man. Zaire, let them know your Twitter real quick. Man, smoking a bit. My Twitter not for everybody. Some of my shit a little, you know, a little out there for you know for everybody. But um, uh, um, everybody follow my follow the the body butter Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Ofty underscore brand, right? Um, same thing on uh Facebook, Lofty Brand. Um, and then. Let me see. Once you get to that Instagram, the Instagram will lead you to the website. It all feeds kind of piggybacks off each other. But uh, if you want to follow me on, you want to, if you want to, if you're brave, if you're brave, you follow me on Twitter. Uh, Smokey the Bear the is with an A, so Smokey spelled the regular way. The with an A, Bear, and uh, we have a good time. You know, as Zaire is a good <laughs> artist, man. He's a good artist. What in what ways is this similar with you doing the um? The body butter and um and your lofty brand. What ways is this similar to your your approach with artistry, with your drawing and stuff? Uh, I heard this quote on TikTok. I, it's just a TikTok. Quote. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but it was just like the only difference between artists and non-artists is um artists uh practice pretty much. Like we all have this desire to create. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, it's like how much time, how much attention to detail do you spend, you know what I'm saying, on your craft, right? And so art and body butter is the same thing. It's just um, body, butter, body butter was just another outlet for me to create, you know what I'm saying? Just like you said, I had to come up with these flavors, I had to come up with these concepts and these colors and this stuff. And so I'm creating the whole time doing that. Just like now that I'm doing the marketing and the social media for it. You feel me? I wish I had, um, you know, I wish I had a team. You feel me? All the ideas and stuff that I have that I just need energy and time today to get. Um, but it all kind of piggybacks and feeds because now you're doing the marketing. Now you have the artist's eye. You kind of know what colors go well together. You know how to comp compose a photograph. You know the foreground, the background, um, all that different stuff. The different tools and tricks you pick up along the way of being an artist, you always incorporate them whenever you're doing your social media or any kind of branding. Coming up with logos, like all that stuff is is easier once you understand art and stuff. How hard is it like to do deodorants? Are you gonna try to like, go into other type of products? Like how hard? I don't know the yeah, yeah. I don't know deodorants. I've uh, never really seen I do times deodorant. I never really seen like any. I, I see like you know people, you know like the the body butter, but going into the deodorant side of it, it's got to be a little bit different. It's possible. It's yeah. possible, but I mean, like deodorant is one of the things, right? So let's say okay, so a lot of deodorants they don't use aluminum, and so <coughs> aluminum is the is that pore blocking uh, antiperspirant that keeps you from sweating and the odor, right? Okay, so if you start making a bunch of non-aluminum deodorant that's um, more healthy, but people leave stank after an hour, you feel me? They gonna tell you your deodorant don't fucking work, <laughs> and they don't want their money back. <laughs> so I'm not doing deodorant. <laughs> that's true. So uh, I'm gonna leave that up to the professionals. Uh, I do body butter, and uh, the results are instant. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Um, then you gotta wait on it. Like two hours later, you you stink or you dry or whatever. Nah, like this shit work all day. Then you gotta tell somebody, man. That's how you always smell. Tell somebody, yeah, somebody. yeah. <laughs> but you, oh, you still you mean you ain't a vegetarian? You got to be vegetarian before you start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so you put that in a fine print on the back of it. 
Right. It must just, be, in, yeah. just in case somebody <laughs> got something to say. Just to cover you in, man. But Z Dog, uh, I appreciate you, man, coming on, man. Let the people know where they can find you at again and, and just let them know last words about Lofty Brand, man. Uh, last words about Lofty Brand, right? You got the two trying to contrast my colors again. I don't know if you guys can see because... what size bottle that is on the uh, all right. The... So, this is my uh, five dollar. This isn't available yet. Most of these come out as samples, but I'm gonna start making these available for sale on the website soon. Um, they're probably gonna be between five, five and ten bucks. Uh, this is the big 16 ounces, so last you about a month and a half. You feel me? A full, you know, a nice yeah. long time. Right, you know, the one uh, Smoke has there, that'll last you, um, you know, a couple weeks, a month if you yeah. stretch it. I know some people use it. You know, they don't use it every day. They um, they use regular lotion and they use this on, like, special occasions. And so, you know, however you want to you wanna make it last. But I, I wanted to do the 16 out because I know a lot of products I buy, I run through them super fast, and then I'm just mad because I just bought this thing and I got to buy it again. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure I bought something big enough where it'll last at least a month. Even if you're a big guy like me or, a, you know, a plus size person in general, you use a lot of product just because I'm 6'2", 300, so I use a lot of product. And so, you know, this this bad boy last about a month. But, yeah, follow the socials. Um, I don't know if a man can edit it and put my socials down at the bottom of the screen for you. us or something like that. Yes, sir. I'd love, I'd appreciate that. But um, Ferrolingo on, on Instagram um, and um, Lofty underscore brand on Instagram as well for the body butter and then loftybrands.com I have a website loftybrands.com buy it direct uh, my biggest issue is people want to buy from me in person buy from the website so the website can you know pay for itself like I, I got overhead and stuff I got to do online and it helps the, me if I can get you know get it paid for you know through the, through the website but uh, you know I sell a lot in person I want to start selling more online uh, that's my only thing. But thank you again for having me, man. You're a great host. You ask great questions, my brother. Got I greatly appreciate the exposure. Got to, man. You going to sell any of those paintings, man? Uh, okay, yeah. My fact, I'm glad you brought that up, friend. This is, uh, if you follow the socials, right? Follow the socials. This is a painting. Uh, that I'm going to be, all right. Yes, sir. I'm going to be giving this bad boy right here away. Okay, I'm giving it away. A lot of people want my artwork and stuff like that. Um, this is an official Lofty brand uh, painting. This is um, uh, what is it? Graphite, just basically pencil with um, uh, acrylic chalk on the background, acrylic chalk in blue, right? And so I'm going to be doing more. I have more artwork I'm working on now. Uh, it's just not ready to show you guys yet, um, but I'm be giving away, doing more giveaways. So it's gonna be body butter and art. Be giving away both. Just trying to grow my social media, man. Get people, you know, excited about skincare, excited about, you know, protecting their body and, and nourishing their skin. That's what it's all about. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all for checking us out today. Another great episode, Smoke Screen Podcast, man. Y'all have a good rest of your week, man.
there Just put a foe in the poppin' and fell back Giving them trouble, they like where the help at These niggas pussy, they twat, they big cat Big racks all on his head and they kidnapped Ayy, no cap, this shit here, big facts Kicking in doors at the kickback, get back like uh, Run them pockets, let me get that, ayy Thought the shots for the hundred, come with me Wasn't proving no points, so we hit him with 60 Crip Street still screaming R.I.P. Nipsey I come from the Grove, but the knock niggas with me Ayy, 600, that shit kinda in me I jumped off the porch to the block, then the trench I'm rocking designer, this Glock in my bitch It's the bitch from the back, nigga, buy some inches Six days and six nights, we was out on the mission On the seventh, we seen him and caught him and flipped Only right that we hit everybody that's with him I been causing hell ever since I was little I can make a bitch shit like I'm Dr. Doolittle Don't reach for this chain, tell your ass for a noodle Yeah, I missed the trouble, I thought that you knew Bitch I'm a